Hi everyone, I'm Jill Geisler. I head the leadership and management faculty of the Pointer Institute. Today, what great bosses know about managing amid cutbacks. Most managers are facing that in today's economy, and certainly the journalists I work with around the country and the world are managing with diminished resources. We share tips and exchange best practices, and I've got some of their best to share with you today. Number one, prioritize and plan. You can't always do more with less. At some point, you've got to stop doing some things. So you work closely with your own leaders to determine what you can put an emphasis on and what has to drop off your plate. But also, even if you're not a planner by nature, planning has become more important than ever so your people aren't victimized by last-minute surprises that didn't have to be last-minute. Number two, scrutinize your workflow. Now is the time to reassess every one of your systems to determine whether there is built-in inefficiency at a time you have to move as smoothly as possible. Number three, upgrade your staff. That means holding people accountable for performance, certainly, but also giving them training and tools to do their work in this new multitasking environment. Number four, communicate. In times of diminished resources and cutbacks, people are skittish and they're fearful, and some of them are angry. The best thing you can do is stay closer to them and give them all the information you possibly can. Number five, encourage. Boy, I've seen feedback about managers in these changing times and these challenging times that is extraordinarily positive because those managers are positive, because they know they're contagious, because they keep looking toward the future and encouraging people. They do it sincerely. Number six, network. This is the time that you have got to call upon every friendship you have in the organization. If you have been a silo, somebody who's just looked out for your own team, you're going to find that you won't get the favors you need when work has to shift or you need to be creative about scheduling or sharing. Number seven, get business savvy. If you have only just focused on getting the work in your unit done, well, you're not going to be as successful as the other managers who are looking at the big picture in the organization. Because when they go to their bosses with ideas or for resources, they're framing it in the business realities of today, framed in strategy, understanding budgets, forecasts, and metrics. That's your responsibility if you want to succeed. And finally, you need to manage up. So many decisions now are going to rely on risk. And you want to know your bosses are behind you as you're taking those risks. So stay on your boss's radar. And finally, an important tip throughout all of this. Some of the best bosses I hear about today are recognizing that work-life balance, or I like to call it work-life harmony, is more important than ever. And the reason you do all eight of these things is that you help people still, despite the pressure and the increased tasks or the multitasking or the learning or the uncertainty, they still have a life outside of work. And your scheduling, your creativity, and your concern make certain that they always have opportunities to be with their families, to have a life, and then come back and do their best work. I'm Jill Geisler of the Pointer Institute. Thanks for tuning into these podcasts. You can see all of our columns on pointer.org slash what great bosses know and these podcasts on iTunes U.